0: the most important election in the history of our country and yet despite all of our greatness as a nation everything we have achieved is now in danger we will never give up we will never concede it doesn't happen and when i'm reelected the best is yet to come in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins.
1: We love
0: gentlemen, what you are seeing right there is a welcome wagon of protesters for Hillary Rodham Clinton. As she arrives in New York City, screams and chants of lock her up, hang her high, murderer, liar, cheater. And then, of course, the whole crowd started saying, lock her up, lock her up. Look, folks. It isn't just people on the right that want this woman locked up. It isn't just people in the middle of the aisle that want this person locked up. It is also a majority of Democrats, too. It's also a majority of Democrats, and I would like to thank people like Tulsi Gabbard, even people like Bill Maher, who are finally coming out and saying, look, we can't do this anymore. We can't have these people be the ones that represent our party anymore and I believe that's correct just like we in the Republican Party cannot have rhinos in our party Democrats don't want swamp donkeys in their party Americans just want to get back to being American Americans love having a difference of opinion Americans love having something to debate about discuss argue about Americans love having diversity What we don't love is somebody too far left or somebody too far right. The majority of Americans live in center or center right, center left. And right now we are in a struggle in this country where you have the elite on either side trying to pull the middle towards them. But we the people know better. We the people understand their tactics. And we the people are not going to allow them to continue to divide us. Yes, there will be a, what does Justin Trudeau say? Small fringe. A small fringe of people, but they don't represent the world. I tell everybody all the time, all you have to do is walk out into the world and you can see that it's not anything like they portray on the mainstream media. Not even close. Ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and loaded right here live from America. Thank you so much for joining in. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip-Hop Patriot, from the live, free, or die Granite State of New Hampshire. And it is an honor and a blessing to do this job for you five days a week, twice a day. Thank you so very much. I have another video to play for you. Now, this is a little flashback video that's been put together. Going back until, uh, to 2019, Up until now, of the media claiming there was no spying on Trump. Are you guys crazy? There was no spying on President Donald J. Trump. Oh, we beg to differ. Ladies and gentlemen, check this video out, this little compilation.
1: It's completely wrong. It did not. It did not happen. This was. There was no spying. There was. It's pizza The
0: conspiracy gene. It's pizza gate. conspiracy gene is no more accurate than pizza No
1: one was spying on the president through the microwave. No one spied on the Trump campaign. There
0: was no spying. There
1: was no spying. No spying. There was no spying. There
0: was no spying. There
1: was no spying. There was no spying. There was no spying. There was no spying. Wow.. By the way There was no spying of course
0: There was no spying There was no spying On the Trump campaign On the Trump campaign It's
1: been a year and a half There was no spying On the Trump campaign
0: Of this crap No, no spying on the, on the Trump, Trump campaign Which
1: is a conspiracy theory No, no spying,
0: spying on, on the Trump, Trump campaign. campaign Facts matter
1: And oh by the way, no There was no There w- was no 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 spying on the Trump campaign
0: Now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, a majority of those people have lost their jobs because they're sexual abusers or they're pedophiles. And a majority of those clips came from CNN, the Communist News Network. And I would like to share a little bit of data with you about CNN. They're experiencing a a, a low, the lowest viewership that they've had in eight years. In eight years. Let me just give you a little idea of how bad CNN is actually slipping, folks. They cannot get an average viewership Of over 444,000. Anything less than a million is considered a laughable joke. Anything less than a million is considered an embarrassment. And CNN cannot get an average viewership of daytime uh, uh, TV of over 440,000. And they cannot get an average primetime viewership of over 491,000. They are less than half of what the embarrassment is. And MSNBC is not far ahead of them where they can't even get anything over than 621,000 for a viewership. Just to give you an idea, I have a feeling that Bannon even gets up to about a million people watching his show every day. Just to give you an idea how bad these people are actually dying out. Now, because of their name, because of their capital, and because of who backs them and who funds them, Of course, they're going to continue to stay relevant, at least on TV. But as far as their numbers go, they're not relevant. They can't even afford to pay their staff at that kind of a, uh, at that lower of a viewership. What goes around comes around, and karma, karma, ladies and gentlemen, is a wonderful Wonderful thing. Let's give some live shout outs real quick here. Let's go to Rumble first because that is where our family uh, lives. That is where Life from America resides and flourishes. And that is who gave us a home when we were looking for one. How you doing, Meemaw? Becky, good to see you. Terry Sue, God bless you. Thank you very much. Larry Reha, how you doing, my friend? Good to see you. Caterlin is in the building. Osborne H. Jeremy gets more views. Well, not anymore. Not ever since all the mainstream media, fake news media uh, outlets uh, shut me down, but that's okay. That is okay, ladies and gentlemen. All I need is you and you only, and we'll stay right here in this little lane. Roxanne, good to see you. Darlene from Michigan, God bless you. Deb from Illinois, God bless you. Thanks for joining in today. Lisa Naquin, I did not get your package today. I'm sorry. Very. I will let you know when I do get it. How you doing, Denise? Thank you for joining in. I'd like to give some shout-outs over on Getter real quick. And before we do uh, the live shout-outs on my Getter, I want to do a few uh, live shout-outs to the folks that are on Real America's Voice. Getter, which is Red Dog, how you doing? Good to see you. JR888 and Grandpappy, and of course Ranger Field, Animal Topper, and all of you wonderful people that continue to watch on Real America's Voice's Getter. Ruby Hines, good to see you. God bless you. Vicky, Thank you very much. Goofy C, how you doing? Cherokee Star is in the building. How you doing? Diane from North Kakalaki. How you doing? Good to see you, girl. The Silver Wolf is watching. And let's give it one more. Tina, 65, says, Jeremy, I need a shout out. There you go, my dear. God bless you. And thank you very much. Let's go to the Lord because there's nothing better. There is nothing better, ladies and gentlemen, this February 17th. Year of our Lord, 2022, instead of focusing on all the brokenness in and around you, fan the flames of your love for me through this love or excuse me, though, this love may be flickering, uh, a flickering flame like a candle. My love for you is like a blazing forest fire. Come more and more into my passionate presence and my holy fire will ignite holy ardor in you. Deuteronomy 6.5 says, And you shall love the Lord your God with all of your mind and heart and with your entire being and with all your might. And Acts 13.22 says, After removing Saul, he made David their king. He testified concerning him, I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything that I want him to do. You can also go to Hebrews 10.12. And 2 Samuel 6.14. And LFA family, before you turn out the light tonight, love me with all your heart and mind, and I will fashion you after my own heart. How will you keep fanning your flame for me? Ladies and gentlemen, we need to understand that nobody's opinion of us matters but God's. Nobody's love for us truly matters but God's. We should not be looking to please anybody, including ourselves, every single day. We should be looking to please Almighty God. And once you do that, everything else falls right into place. Please remove your hats, and let's all say it from your lips to God's ears. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. One of my favorite things to do every day, ladies and gentlemen, is to do the Lord's Prayer with you. Like I said, it keeps me centered, it keeps me grounded, it gives me encouragement, and it gives me hope for what we are all experiencing together. We're going to take a quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. Of course, this is live from America. I am Jeremy Harrell, and I want to thank you for joining in. We will be right back right after this. All right, live from America family. How you doing? Good to see you again. I have a whole new energy today. I have a whole new energy today. And you know what? A lot, of that, uh, a lot of that energy comes from having some help around here for a change. You know what I mean? If it wasn't for Rumble Rants, if it wasn't for you guys, every single day giving a little bit on the Rumble Rants, I would not be able to afford a, 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 a help around here. I would not be able to afford a producer. And I want to give Eli a big shout out. Right now, folks, because he's not only taken a lot off my plate, but he also gives ideas. He also helps the show grow. We're constantly working on things behind the scenes to make the show a better production. Um, all for, all for, for the growth of Life from America. And not only that, his skill and his passion for graphic arts and animation and stuff like that is really, trans, uh, is really translating well into this show. So I just want to say thank you not only to him, but for all of you for being able to, uh, to help fund his salary uh, here on Life from America. And again, we rely strictly on Rumble rants mostly to, give, uh, to be able to pay for him. And uh, we make enough through Rumble Rants to not only help pay for Eli, uh, but also to, to help others. And it's really an incredible thing. So I want to thank Rumble, and I want to thank all of you guys for donating through Rumble. I know it's, uh, sometimes it's hard, but uh, it works out. It works out well. So I just want to give Eli a big, huge shout-out for that. Also, uh, <laughs> Alicia White says his little clips are everything. Yeah, I know. Those little short clips are awesome. Can you guys please do me a huge favor? Um, A lot of folks just share right to their wall on Facebook. What I would rather have you do, especially if you're on the app on Rumble or on Getter, but on Rumble especially, if you share and then it asks you where you want to share to, the best thing to do is share to your direct messenger on Facebook or your direct messenger on Instagram. It gets out to the most people and it takes like 30 seconds to really share it to about 100 people. You know, that's what we, that's I think what we need to start doing in order to really, really beat any kind of censorship on those platforms when you do share the video. I would also like to thank a couple people right now. Hold on, I have to grab something. Look at this. I trust the next chapter because I know the author. What a wonderful gift. I trust the next chapter because I know the author. And of course, folks. The author is Almighty God. Thank you, Jen. God bless you. Thank you very much for that donation for Eli and for the, uh, the help on the show. Now, Jeff and Kim, who I met in Ottawa, Illinois, sent that picture. Jeff and Kim, thank you so very much. They also sent $40 in cash so me and Eli could go out for pizza. How incredible is that? We work nonstop here from 7.30 in the morning until 7 o'clock at night. We work, and we never stop. We hardly ever stop for lunch. Today we had some lunch, but I would like to thank Jeff and Kim. God bless you. Thank you for the gift. It's very much appreciated, okay? Take a little drink here. Terry says, I'm not on these platforms. So then I guess I can't share there, but that's okay. That's okay. We can share on other platforms. Pray for Canadians, says R. J. Cat Rosa. We love you. Have we have has Sabrina and I told you how much we love you? God bless you and thank you so very much. Uh, I would like to give you guys an update with Becky eighty. I've done everything I can to reach out. I've even reached out through message uh, that I that I've gotten from her before. I've heard nothing back. Okay. I've also not been able to uh, reach out personally to anybody in about a week, like Donnie C and stuff like that. So I apologize. I'm going to get back into that uh, routine, uh, hopefully tonight and tomorrow. It's just I had so much catching up to do since I got back. But I just want you guys to keep your prayers uh, open and, and active for, for Donnie, for Becky, and for everybody else in our little world here that needs help. And tomorrow, tomorrow we're going to raise some more money um, and, and, and spend some of the Slurp Fund to help some more people out. Um, I've been going through some emails and I'm going to really, really hit the emails tonight and tomorrow to try to catch up. Cause I know there's a lot of people that are just needing prayers, needing somebody, needing help, needing somebody to talk to. And I, and I, and I apologize when I can't get back to you guys. It's just really, really, really hard sometimes. Okay. It really is. But I do, I do try. I do try. Let's get back to the show. Cause we got a lot to get through as always. It's not like we never do. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America. This is Real America's Voice News. Whether you're watching on Pluto or digital TV, Dish, whatever it is, you're locked and loaded right here in Live from America, and I am truly, truly blessed to be here with you. Breaking news of the day. First and foremost, let's put your cups up, and let's take our first slip, our first slurp, which is the gas for the show. Breaking news of the day. Folks, is how absolutely terrified Hillary Rodham, trash bag, glad bag Clinton is and her cronies, ladies and gentlemen, how terrified her and her cronies are that the truth is finally coming out. Now, they've spent the last few days doing exactly what you saw in the second cold open video, which was getting their stories straight. And who is they? The mainstream media and the federal government working hand in hand to get their propaganda and their narrative straight. Right? There was no spying. There was no spying. There was no spying. You could have played all of them at the same time and they would have linked up in unison in 2019. Same thing is happening right now. What you're hearing now is the collective narrative of debunked, debunked, debunked. That was debunked. That's been debunked. Hey, that's been debunked. That's been debunked. That is the word that they are using now. That was six years ago. That is debunked. That's been debunked. You're going to hear that on the mainstream media for the next three weeks. But, 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 there are two reasons that I tell you that Hillary Clinton and her cronies are running scared, terrified, like a little kid on Halloween. Absolutely terrified. And the two telltale signs that justified me saying that is, number one, Hillary actually coming out and addressing it. Now, you've seen in that video that I showed you where she was welcomed to New York City. I showed you a video two days ago where she was welcomed to a, uh, when she was going to another uh, location in New York City. And all she did was the queen wave. She did not address it at all. She did not even stop and say that's not true. What she did was she waited until the narrative was ready. And they put her out so she verbally denied it and said this is just right-wing conspiracy, political, blah, blah, blah. No, the only political anything in this country is coming from the left. Look what they're doing to the January 6th political prisoners. They're trying to demonize them so badly and keep them in jail so long just to justify going after President Donald J. Trump, trying to bar him from running for office, going after each and every one of you and labeling you a terrorist. Those are the only political games that are happening. So cry me a river, Hefty. Cry me a river, glad bag, Hillary. It's not going to work. So just her opening her crusty old lying mouth lets me know that she's scared. Just the fact that she had to verbally address it and call it all out and say it's been debunked. It's been debunked. Now the second thing is what happened today. And that is her attorney, who has been indicted for lying to federal officials, Michael Sussman, has filed a request to dismiss his case, as of now, for lying to the FBI. That's just the beginning of what's going to happen to this guy. I can tell you that. Right now, Michael Sussman is trying to get a federal judge to dismiss his case, and it was just filed Friday they're trying to get a federal judge to dismiss a case that was just filed Friday and in the filing ladies and gentlemen it throws Michael Sussman so far under the bus where he rightfully belongs and the charge is lying to federal prosecutors how do you drop that case the case isn't going to be dropped at all. The reason why Michael Sussman's lawyers and himself are trying to get out of this is because they know what's coming. They know what's coming. They know that Durham is serious now, even though it seems like he's been asleep at the wheel for the last two years. Things are happening now. And, folks, this is what I said when I told you a few weeks ago, a couple months ago, maybe, to be patient with Mark Bernavich in Arizona. Look how long it has taken Durham to get here. To get where we are right now. <laughs> it takes a while, folks, especially when you're dealing with the swamp, especially when you're dealing with the left breathing down your neck and trying to stop you from doing a full and proper investigation as a special counsel. Michael Sussman wants to get a far, as far away from this as possible right now. It's not gonna work, because they're gonna use him as the little tattletale snitch to work their way up, which they've already already started to do, and it's far too late. There's no federal judge. I don't care if they're appointed by Obama or not. There is no federal judge that's going to throw this case out. So the fact that they are begging and crying for a liberal judge to just come along and please do this lets you know that they want to get as far away from this as possible. And if it's been debunked, then why is Michael Sussman trying to get the charges dropped against him? If this is just political hack job efforts by Republicans to attack political opponents and it's not real, then why the effort? Why would Hillary Clinton come on TV and verbally address it? And why would Michael Sussman and his attorneys try to be getting this uh, kicked out of court? If it's nothing, if it's nothing, why are you spending the money to fight it? You're the ones that got all the power You are right, uh, B. Clo, when it, uh So on Rumble, somebody just said when it gets to September 3rd, it's too late for Coward Bernovich. I agree. I agree. But I think you're going to see something happen. You're going to see a lot of things happen within these spring and summer months because he knows that just as much as you and I do. He also knows that he, he also wants a future career in politics and he's not going to have one unless he does something. So just keep your faith in God, and I think it'll all work out. Keep your faith in God, and it'll all work out. Let me just read a little bit about this right now for you as far as this uh, uh, Sussman stuff is concerned. The indictment said that, in fact, Sussman Sussman, was acting on behalf of an Internet company and the Clinton campaign. It seems material that he was working for Clinton and claimed, and the claim, about the Alpha Bank, which is is what he allegedly told the FBI was debunked. He met with the FBI, in other words, to provide a tip, Sussman's lawyers wrote. This is no allegation in the indictment that the tip he provided was false, and there is no allegation that he believed the tip he provided was false. Rather, Mr. Sussman has been charged with making false statements about an entirely um, uh, different matter. About who his client may have been, uh, may have been when he met with the FBI, which is in fact that the FBI, uh, the even the special counsel's own indictment fails to allege, had any effect on the FBI's decision to open an investigation. This is his attorney's, um, and they said Mr. Sussman did not make any false statements to the FBI. On the contrary, ladies and gentlemen, he did make false statements to the FBI, and he is indicted on those false statements, and he wouldn't have been indicted, especially as a left-wing hack, especially for somebody who works for Hillary Clinton, if there was nothing there. They're going to continue to try to make you think there's a big nothing burger there? Oh, but there definitely was. There definitely was. Now, let's move from that corruption to another piece of corruption, and that is a D.C. Obama-appointed judge has sentenced a nonviolent January 6th defendant, Brian Stens to three years probation to cover the next two election cycles. If, as long as he's on probation, as long as he has got a, a uh, an obligation to fulfill uh, in this criminal case, well, ladies and gentlemen, he's not allowed to vote. And isn't that something, folks, that not only are they trying to keep Donald Trump away from the White House, but they're also trying to make it so that people can't even vote for him because over the next three years he will miss two election cycles how is this even remotely legal and of course this was an Obama appointed judge Chief Judge Beryl Elaine Howell is the Chief United States District Judge of the United States District Court for the District of Columbia Judge Howell was a federal judge supervising the grand jury for special counsel Robert Mueller's probe into Russian interference in 2016 well how about that how about that Birds of a feather flock to corruption. So, ladies and gentlemen, you already know who this uh, corrupt judge is, Judge Howell, and was nominated by Obama. Today, Chief Judge Howell sentenced January 6th defendant Brian Stens to 14 days of incarceration, three years probation, two months of home confinement, and $3,000 in fines. You want to know for what? For a misdemeanor. For a darn misdemeanor. Brian was charged with walking into the United States Capitol on January 6, 2021. He committed no violence and he had no idea that he was even trespassing. He was charged with a misdemeanor. Judge Howell is a very corrupt, very bad person. Very bad ruling, very bad judgment to give somebody who's charged with a misdemeanor, three years probation, 14 days of incarceration, two months of home confinement, and $3,000 in fines. $3,000 in fines, 14 days of incorpora- incarceration. That's okay. But two months home confinement and three years probation just so he can't vote in the next two election cycles, which is the midterm and the presidential election. This is what their goal is. Just like they chipped away the guns, This is exactly what their goal is, and that's try to make every one of you and I, uh, you and myself, every one of you and myself, a terrorist so they can charge you with something so that you can't vote for President Donald J. Trump. Unbelievable. We're going to take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Live from America. We will be back right after this. Please stay tuned. So now you know, folks, they will go to no lengths. They will go. There's no lengths they won't go, I should say, to stop us from getting Donald J. Trump back in there. I see Donnie C is in here. Soros appointed to Hey, Donnie, how you doing, my friend? God bless you. Again, I'm sorry I haven't been able to reach out to you personally, but I have been thinking of you and I have been praying for you, sir. And I hope that pneumonia is clearing up. I really do. Love you, man. Hope things are well. Um... Hillary is speaking, said we can't believe the big lie about 2020 election fraud. She's trying hard to deflect the fact that she was caught, says Emerald. One hundred per cent. Claire says the truckers are coming. The truckers are coming. Truly incredible. Yeah, I believe you. I agree. I agree. Uh, my husband has a bumper sticker on his truck that says, Our governor's an idiot. <laughs> what governor is that? Where is that from? I'd like to see that. That's incredible. Uh, Jeremy, check email from me, 911 D Um. If my producer can actually put that, jot that down for me, I will check that out. Thank you. When will you have General Flynn on for an interview? You know, that's a very good idea. That's. I mean, that's a very good point. I've uh, I've reached out to General Michael Flynn, but the times that I did reach out just didn't work out for him. We'll get him on though. We'll get him on. Different Stripes says, "Yep, just like felons can't vote, even nonviolent crimes." Well, felons can vote. That's a that's a that's not true. Um, there obviously there is a. Uh, hold on, Jeremy. I need to get in touch with Sabrina about the Valentine Day special. I gave you an email yesterday to uh, to. Uh, to email her, and uh it was LFA business twenty one. LFA business21 at gmail.com. Message that only for that, folks, not for everything else, okay? Um, Jeremy, if you get my package tomorrow, I will not be able to watch. I have to work, let me know because I'll always go back and watch later. All right, no problem. Thank you very much. What happened to the State of the Union address? Who cares? Come on, let's get some ice cream, folks. Come on. Who cares? Kemp is showing up nine points in, Ge- in, in, in Georgia. Well, that's what happens when you, uh, when you don't put your endorsement and your money and your time and your effort behind somebody like Candace Taylor and you put it behind somebody like weak coward David Perdue. That's pretty much the quickest thing I can say about that. Felons are not supposed to vote. That's not true. Nope, not true. Not true. Felons can vote in, I think, 48 states after their uh, time is done. After they paid their dues, they can vote. And a lot of people, in a lot of places, felons can vote from jail. People can vote right from jail. Like Maine, you can do that. But, that, but that's, a, that's, a, uh, that's a myth that felons aren't allowed to vote. As soon as they're done paying their time to society, in 48 states, they can vote again. And by the way, you shouldn't assume that felons are all left-wing Uh, democrats because they're not they're definitely not all right here we go let's get back to the show welcome back to live from america ladies and gentlemen we're going to get right back into it one of my favorite attorney generals in the united states of america happens to reside in the beautiful wonderful state of texas where everything is bigger But Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, who I've had the pleasure of having many conversations with, great guy, 100% real patriotic American, look you in your eye, shake your hand, and have real conversations with you. Attorney General Ken Paxton in Texas has now sued the Biden administration over illegal airline and and airport mask mandates. Can I get an amen? Thank you, Ken Paxton. Thank you, Ken Paxton. I just want to give you a little bit of an update on Ken Paxton, real quick. Ken Paxton has sued Joe Biden twice, and he's 2-0. And this is his third lawsuit against Joe Biden. Uh, Attorney General Ken Paxton yesterday sued the Biden administration over its illegal airline and airport mask mandate. Joe Biden's federal mask mandate is set to expire on March 18th. Attorney General Paxton argued that Biden's airline mask mandate was unlawfully issued and was never authorized by Congress. Can I get an amen? He's 100% right about that as well. Quote, Biden's repeated disregard of the individual liberties of Texans is not only disrespectful to the United States Constitution, it is also troublesome that any president thinks that they can act above the law. He is right. He's right. Quote, President Biden, we'll just call him Resident Biden, cannot continue governing through executive edicts. Now is the time to strike down his administration's air travel mask mandate. I'm proud to stand alongside my friend Congresswoman uh, Van Duen, and her counsel at TPPF to protect Texans' liberty and the rule of law. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I cannot tell you how many times in the last couple of years that I've had very, very few times I've flown. I've pretty much dri- uh, driven everywhere I need to go. But there's a couple of places I've had to fly and I've had to just buck up and get on the airline. And both times, I think it was twice, they lie straight to the passengers. The captain and the, steward, uh, the, uh, the, the flight attendants by saying that it's federal law to wear your mask above your nose and below your mouth. It is a lie. And every time they say it, I call them out on it. Every single time. I say it's not a law. It's not a law. Please make sure that your uh, face diaper is above your nose and below your mouth. It is a federal law. And if you violate this federal law and I go, it's not a federal law. Don't know what to tell you. You have no idea what you're talking about. I've actually gotten in an argument with a very idiotic, flight attendant who actually thought it was law and I said can you please tell me that law sir we don't have to get into this it's not my job to tell you the law you should just know it's no 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 tell me the law tell me the law and stop lying to the people on this plane because it's exactly what you're doing it is a mandate a mandate is not a law you cannot take me to jail file any criminal charges on me file a misdemeanor charge on me at all because it's not a law. How stupid do you have to be to be a flight attendant? Oh, it's a federal law. No, it's not. And I've even had an argument with a captain as well. And they think it's federal law. This is how stupid people are. This is how brainwashed and indoctrinated people actually are. Well, it's a federal law. Shut up. No, it's not. And I'll say it out loud every single time to the point where people around me are like, dude. And I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and let them lie to the people. It's not a federal law. It's amazing to me how they can lie and how they can get away with it. But I will say this. Ken, uh, Attorney General Ken Paxton, gonna, you are going to get the Smarty Award of the day here on Live from America, February 17, 2022. It is not a federal law. No your rights know the law and know the difference between a law and a mandate and i urge everybody else to do the same thing i urge everyone else to do the same thing trudeau loves man dates somebody said <laughs> uh, you didn't say jeremy about how stupid they are no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't actually tell them how stupid they are. I'm not going to be that rude. I just say it's not a law. You're wrong. You're lying to the people, period. You're lying to the people, and that's not good. So big shout out to Ken Paxton, by the way, who's 2-0 suing Biden, so I can't wait to see how this turns out. I told you that as we get closer to the 2022 midterms, that COVID restrictions were going to drop and everybody's argued with me and said what do you mean they're going to push covid restrictions even more so they can cheat for the 2022 midterms i respectfully and wholeheartedly disagree i knew once the numbers and the evidence and the facts started actually coming in and there was nothing that they could do to to hide behind science that they were going to that they were going to drop these federal man, or these uh, these mask mandates and these vax mandates all over the world but i also told you that there'd be a select few who are freaking out about it and who are going to try to impose even more restrictions on you, like Trudeau. But look at the uh, country of Austria. Just three weeks ago or a month ago, I thought it said Australia, and I was very stupidly doing an Australian accent until I realized it was Austria. Austria was talking just a month ago about force vaccinating everybody. Remember that? Well, guess what? Austria has just dropped all of their vaccine and mask mandates guess what else the netherlands have just dropped all vaccine mask and a vaccine and mask mandates now ladies and gentlemen we the people for the most part aren't even complying with the mask mandates any longer and most people that have gotten the vaccines are not getting the boosters because of what they are seeing okay but as usual We are getting conflicting statements from the CDC and the NIH who have been nothing but wrong since all of this has started. And it was never rooted in science, not a single piece of of, uh, uh, legislation, no rhetoric, no statements, no suggestions, no guidelines. None of it was ever rooted in science. You knew that and I knew that. And now I want to play you two separate videos, one from Tony the Ratface Fauci and his former boss, Francis Collins, which I don't even know why he's even speaking anymore. And the other is going to be from CDC director Rochelle Walensky. One of them, Rochelle Walensky says, "Well, we need to give people a break from masks, but we reserve the right to impose those mask mandates on them again. Lady, how many times have I told you I've had a break from masks since masks were a thing? And I think a lot of other Americans are starting to realize that now too. However, Tony Fauci says something very different. He says kids in school, if we stop masking them now, it's too risky. Even though, even though children have literally the best chance of surviving if they get COVID out of anybody in the world. So first of all, we're going to go towards this video of Tony the rat-faced Fauci, so you can see exactly what he's saying when it comes to children wearing masks and how it's too risky to take the masks off the kids. But yet, 70,000 people can watch the Super Bowl. That's okay. But the kids who have the best immune system against COVID-19, or the common cold, they can't. It's too risky, he says. Well too we risky. we could get lucky because the trajectory right now is going way down. And it very well may be that if you take masks off the kids in the next week or so, it's going to keep going down. But you've really got to be careful. You know, you don't want to say it's an absolutely wrong decision. It's understandable why people want to take masks off the kids. But right now, given the level of activity that we have, it is risky. How? How is it risky when you're talking about a demographic that has the best statistic, statistical chance of surviving than anybody else on the planet, especially these kids that are this age. It's not like we're talking about 19-year-olds, 18-year-olds. We're talking about kids in school. They have a 99.98% chance of survival, and it's risky? Remember when the kids were the last person that we masked or vaxxed because it was the less the least risky of the demographics in this country and in the world. It's the elderly. It is the elderly that we have to worry about. But yet we're going to, everybody else can just t- take off their masks. He says, but ha, not them, not them. Now let's go to Rochelle Walensky who says, well, we need to give people a break from masks once in a while, but we basically reserve the right to strap those face diapers right back on everybody. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Omicron cases are declining, and we are all cautiously optimistic about the trajectory we are on. Things are moving in the right direction, but we want to remain vigilant to do all we can so that this trajectory continues. As we see the Omicron wave continue to wane, we know that you have many questions regarding what prevention strategies are really necessary for this moment, especially as people are so eager to At CDC, we provide public health guidance to help communities make decisions based on the risk at the local level, level community-level guidance that offers the public information they need to stay safe and protect others. As I said last week, we are looking at all of our guidance based not only on where we are right now in the pandemic, but also on the tools we now have at our disposal, such as vaccines, boosters, tests, and treatments, and our latest understanding of the disease. As we consider future metrics, which will be updated soon, we recognize the importance of not just cases which continue to result in substantial or high community transmission in over 97% of our counties in the country, but critically, medically severe disease that leads to hospitalizations. We must consider hospital capacity as an additional important barometer. Our hospitals need to be able to take care of people with heart attacks and strokes. Our emergency departments can't be so overwhelmed that patients with emergent issues have to wait in line. We are assessing the most important factors based on where we are in the pandemic and will soon put guidance in place that is relevant and encourages prevention measures when they are most needed to protect public health and our hospitals.
0: All right. I've had enough of listening to her. How about you? Hey, um, Fauci, I do have one piece of advice for you and the rest of these people who have this infatuation with wanting to mask kids. (laughs) Hey, leave those kids alone, and thank you for giving us a mask break, Rochelle Walensky. We've been waiting on pins and needles, biting our our nails. I wonder when we're going to get a mask break. I wonder when we're going to get a mask break. Had a mask break for the last two years, (laughs) dum-dum. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we got another commercial break to, to, uh to go through right now because you know the, the network needs to pay bills too anyway we'll be right back right after this please don't go anywhere be right back all oh, these people it's nice to play those buttons isn't it the nobody cares button it's been a while huh nobody cares ah. you know what i know there's a lot of people that watch this show that have been vaccinated. I get it. I know there's a lot of people that watch this show that wear a mask. I know there's a lot of people that watch this show that go, yeah, shut up, Jeremy. I cannot not wear a mask where I go or else I'm going to get fired. I get it. I do. But I also know there's a big portion of you out there who are not masking and not vaxxing and not boosting and are just done with COVID. Let me, let's take a poll right now. Let's take a poll. On Rumble, And on Getter, let me go over to Getter real quick, see what we got going on over there. Okay, we've got a a few hundred people watching on Getter. And for Roku and Firestick, I want a poll right now. I want a live poll. How many people right now, put your hands up or just say me or amen in the comment section, are completely done with COVID no matter what? No matter what they say, no matter what they impose, no matter what they cry about, no matter what they propagandize on TV, let me know, are you done with COVID? covid are you just done no matter what have you made your stance i want to see how many people that are watching this show right now whether you've already got the vaccine whether you've been masked up i want to know how many people of the five six thousand that are watching are just done let me know put done or put your hand up or say amen or whatever i want to see right now look at that look at that except for Freddie. Freddie looks like he loves masks. <laughs> Freddie loves masks. Freddie loves anything that's stupid. Oh poor Freddie. Poor Frederick, old oh, Frederick Durf, My name's Frederick Durf, everybody. I pop in on all these shows cause I secretly love to watch them, but I hate my life so bad that I gotta act like a little loser. Oh, a little gutless turd loser. I've, off, I've actually offered this loser to come on the show and debate. I always see his little scumbag, little emojis. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He's such a child. I've asked him to come on. Her, him, him, Shem, them, girl, boy, whatever you are. Yet when you ask cowards to do something, they run away like little, uh, little gutless turds. That's who they are. what a moron oh it's funny but look it there isn't a single person here except for freddie that says i love masks (gasps) oh please i'll take another sir what a loser (laughs) anyway let's come back and go to the next segment here we go ladies and gentlemen welcome back this is real america's voice news the greatest news station on the planet didn't you know You better run and tell your friends. You better share it right now. You better tell everybody there's a new kid in town. There's a new sheriff in town. But we did forget, ladies and gentlemen, to give the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day today. So let's go ahead and fire that music up, shall we? Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. It's actually going to be a double Dumb Dumb. Rochelle Walensky, and Tony the Rat face Fauci. Oh, and by the way, you can throw in all the trolls that watch the show as well. You guys get the dumb dumb award as well. You basically make yourselves look stupid. Here we go. For the last two years, actually two years plus, I've been telling people about Act Blue. Nobody believed me at first. As a matter of fact, Facebook and Instagram, a little over two years ago, actually flagged anything that I said about Act Blue and said that it was fake news because act blue was the democratic payment process center that accepted all of the funds for black lives matter i reported over two years ago that black lives matter was hijacked by the democratic party in ferguson missouri black lives matter has not been black lives matter since the riots of ferguson missouri i wonder if they're terrorists anyway ladies and gentlemen I warned everyone that donations were going through BLM to Democrat candidates and making everybody fat and rich. And now others have been on this story like glue and I've finally been proven right. Democrats took over the BLM funding using Act Blue, And now we just find out from recent filings that Hillary Clinton's attorney, Mark Elias, who's also involved in the Russiagate and all of the mess that's going on in the DNC, has been identified as working not with, but for, Black Lives Matter. Hold on a second. Let's bring that story up and talk about it. Here we go. Hillary Clinton, former campaign lawyer, the man who spearheaded uh, the dirt-digging investigation that led to the unsubstantiated dirty dossier on Donald Trump, is now working for, not with, but for burn-loot murder, according to the Secretive Foundation's most recent tax filing. Attorney Mark Elias, his law firm was named several times in the Black Lives Matter, or burn-loot murder, however you want to refer to them, their Global Network Foundation's charity registration renewal filing, which was submitted in California on February 11th. The revelation comes after the leaderless organization faced intense pressure From California's Department of Justice, which accused it of failing to submit its annual uh, financial reports and alleging that it was in delinquent status. The Elias Group, the Elias Law Group, um, or Elias Law Group, I should say, is identified in the filings as the organization in charge of the books. The forms also listed longtime Clinton ally, Minion Moore, as a member of its board of directors. Elias and the Democratic National Committee, the DNC, funded a research campaign in 2016 presidential election that was uh, that was led by former British spy Christopher Steele, who produced the Golden Showers dossier on Trump. Elias was also behind the promulgation of absentee ballots and drop boxes across the country in the 2020 election. These devices were not well protected, and as a result, likely millions of ballots entered were included in the 2020 election results that lack proper chain of custody. We already know all of that. Hey, by the way, let's stop and talk about that for one second here. Dominion, these, these, these voting machines we're talking about, Dominion, they have filed a lawsuit on Mike Lindell. They filed a lawsuit on Sidney Powell. They have filed lawsuits on states, elected officials, and they seem to, d- to file a lawsuit to try to intimidate literally everybody they can. But let me ask you a question real quick, ladies and gentlemen. A revelation that I came to today. And I know this is a little off script. God bless you, Jennifer. Thank you for that donation. Let me ask you this question. How come... Ready for this? How come Dominion has not filed a lawsuit against President Trump? Wouldn't that be... Isn't that weird? I just thought of that today. How come... Dominion is flexing their muscle and they are literally filing lawsuits on anybody who questions the accuracy of their machines or how their machines are run or whether they were connected to the internet or whatever. How come they filed a lawsuit on everybody to shut them up and to intimidate them except for President Trump? Isn't that weird? I just thought that I would throw that out there real quick. Just thought that I would throw that out there real quick. But ladies and gentlemen, again, let's get back to this. The donations... To, b- to burn, loot, murder were being funneled through Democrats Act Blue donation scheme, where they were handled by an organization led by a member of a domestic terrorist group, the Weather Underground. Now, Candace Owens actually got on this about a year and a half ago, and she reported that Act Blue relationship, and was targeted by a fogu- uh, bogus fact checker. And Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch jumped in and stated that the findings confirmed what we and Candace reported even then. But ladies and gentlemen, to be fair, we were talking about it over two years ago here. And we're finally vindicated. No one really knows where the money donated to burn, uh, burn, loot, murder really went. Well, I can tell you it went to buy mansions, both here in the United States and in Canada. I can tell you that. It does not appear that any significant part of the donations went to black communities that needed it the most. And it was reported that much of the donations to burn, loot, murder went to the elite approved Democrat candidates. Can I get an amen, ladies and gentlemen? Ooh! It is nice to be vindicated. It is nice to be vindicated. What do you think about that, Liz Cheney? Insurrection, 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 January 6, January 6. Warmonger, 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 warmonger. It is nice to be vindicated. Woo! So, ladies and gentlemen, don't donate to burn loot murder if you want your money going to Democrat candidates. Because that's where it goes. <laughs> All right. Another story here, as of January 2021, or in January 2021, I was permanently banned from Twitter and Facebook on the same day. In February of 2021, I was permanently banned from Spotify's podcast company called Anchor. And I was also banned from Apple Podcasts. In March I was banned completely for life from Teespring, a t-shirt company. And in April, I was suspended on YouTube, and I started another YouTube uh, profile, and that channel ended up being banned for life. So, folks, I am a felon on Twitter. I am a felon on Facebook. I am a felon on Spotify. Spotify. And I'm a felon on YouTube. I can no longer go to the big, main, mainstream media platforms, fake news media platforms, but it's okay. It ended up being the best thing that actually ever happened to me. But the reason why I pref- uh, prefaced all of that uh, with, with what had happened to me is because now the CEO of YouTube, believe it or not, is pushing for the government to actually enact laws to crack down on what she calls unacceptable speech. <laughs> you have no power here, lady. Let's go and listen to what the uh, CEO of, uh, of YouTube, CEO Wojcicki, I think her name is. I don't know. Either way, she's a nutcase crackpot. I don't want to hear her. But just in case you have a YouTube page, here you go.
1: Our, our recommendation if governments want to have more control over online speech is to, to pass laws, to have that be very cleanly and clearly defined such that we can implement it. There are times that we see the laws being implemented or, or being suggested that they, um, they're, they're not necessarily clean or possible for us to cleanly interpret them. Um, and we've also seen sometimes there's laws passed just for the Internet as opposed to for all speech. Um, And I do think that's a dangerous area when we start to get in and say, oh, sure, you could say something like this in a magazine or on TV, but you can't say it on the Internet. So
0: she's calling for the government to enact more laws against speech, what she calls unacceptable speech. But I thought that I would, you know, just for the sake of argument here, for all the morons and trolls people who have no idea about what this country is about, I thought I would go read what freedom of speech is in the Constitution. Let me just just read this for you real quick. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. But I'd like to go back to that middle part there. Or abridging the freedom of speech. So as much as you don't like it there, Miss Wojcik, whatever your last name is, you're not going to be able to actually legally get the government to stop free speech. You can just kick them off your loser platform. But it's okay. Because we've got Rumble. And we don't need YouTube anymore. We're about to have True Social. And we don't need Twitter. We have Getter. We don't need anything else. Getter, True Social, Telegram, and Rumble. That's where I'll stay. That's where I'm wanted. And that's where I'll be. Another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. I know you don't like the commercial breaks. Neither do I, folks. That's why we do a morning show with no commercial breaks. But we will be right back right after this. Stay tuned. Yeah, does anybody really care anymore, honestly, about Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, any of those? Does anybody actually really care about them? Now, I see somebody, uh, Gia K. here says they are arresting truckers. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that they're starting to arrest truckers now. It's only going to fuel the fire, though. These idiots have no idea. This, they are so out of touch with actual life, ladies and gentlemen. They are so out of touch with the people. That they have no idea what kind of fire they're about to start. You start arresting truckers. You start pulling them off the front lines. When they are peaceably peaceably assembling. You're going to have a big, big problem on your hands. I can tell you that. You're going to have a big problem on your hands. And if you try doing it down here. You're going to have a bigger problem on your hands. Second amendment anyone? I need a Facebook replacement. Family and high school groups. Yeah, I know. One thing you guys are going to have to understand. Is until Facebook completely, until the bottom completely falls out of Facebook, regular people who do not understand anything about politics, they're not leaving. They're not going anywhere. So you're never going to find an alternative to Facebook unless everybody leaves. Donate because Freddie keeps coming on, says Pat. That's what we got to do, folks. Freddie hates us so much. We need to make sure that the show is actually better than (laughs) than ever before. So every time. Oh, uh, the gutless turd there runs his gums, bumps his gums. We'll donate a few bucks. How about that? Thank you, Freddie. Ah, uh, it's real nice, isn't it? It's real nice when we can turn those tables on you, but that's what Trump supporters are good at, folks. That's what patriots are good at. Taking what is supposed to be bad, turning it around good for us, and then using it. You know, like basket of deplorables. And remember when they said gra- Donald Trump likes to grab women by the, you know what? <laughs> Jeremy, we don't address the troll. I know, I know, but sometimes it's fun. Address them with donating a dollar every time they run their gums. How about that? We'll put it towards the slush fund or something. <laughs> Unacceptable speech. All right, let's come back and get back into it. Here we go. And welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. Uh, folks, we got some good news to end the show, and I'm proud to, uh, I'm proud to tell you this. A federal judge has ordered the Air Force to stop its enforcement of military COVID-19 vaccine mandates against officers who have religious accommodations denied. This is huge. Can I get an amen? Thank you very much. I told you COVID's coming to an end this year one way or another. The Democrats know they can't use it to cheat, so they're going to try to say they beat it in order to hopefully garner some votes. But let's get to this next story, real quick, folks. A federal judge ordered the Air Force to stop its enforcement of the military COVID 19 vaccine mandate against uh, officers whose religious accommodations requests are denied. This is the first preliminary injunction granted against the Air Force's vaccine mandate. Amen. The Thomas More Society, by the way, I have some friends at the Thomas More Society. There are wonderful people there, very intelligent. And determined, no matter what, to see justice. Phil Klein is one of them. The Thomas More Society filed the lawsuit, Air Force Officer versus Austin, um, earlier last month on behalf of the Air Force officer in the reserves who has served in the military for over 25 years. The officer declined to take the COVID-19 vaccine because it is associated with aborted fetal cells. Amen, he is correct. Despite the officer having COVID-19 antibodies, working remotely, wearing a mask, social distancing, and getting tested periodically, the Air Force rejected her appeal of the denial uh, of her religious exempt uh, accommodations request. But following the denied appeal, the Air Force gave the officer three options. Get vaccinated, retire, retire, or refuse the vaccine in writing. And if the officer refused the vaccine in writing, she would be voluntarily reassigned. But ladies and gentlemen, thank God for a federal judge stepping in and saying, no, 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 no. You won't be doing that. And we need more federal judges to step in and say the same thing. We definitely need more federal judges to grow a a little bit bigger of a spine and protect our men and women in the military. Now I have a very, very, very special video to leave you with a smile. The youth of our nation is the most important thing, and get, and children are gifts from God. Here is a five year old asking his little uh, his little five year old girlfriend asking a girl to his uh, in his class to be his Valentine. This is incredible, and it'll leave a smile on your face. Check this out.
1: Hi, who are you? Can i Lila. Oh, you want to
0: see Lila? Yeah. Lila. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hi. Oh, I come with you. with you. What is all this? Do you crazy
0: isn't that incredible ladies and gentlemen isn't that incredible doesn't that warm your heart and put a smile on your face I know it does mine it's always nice to see young kids actually doing what young kids should do not worrying about COVID not worrying about mask mandates but just living life that young man is smooth operator ladies and gentlemen that's going to do it for live from America thank you very much if and you know there are right ways and wrong ways but there's only one Yahweh so stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep that head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. If you find value in the show, please donate to the show at JeremyHarrell.com. Check out the music and maybe get some good apparel. God bless you guys. Keep your families close. Spread the gospel, and I will see you tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. See you later, guys. of America. Been a long time coming, and we all learned something that we want.